Hi, beautiful being. Welcome to Primally Nourished. I'm your host, Bridget Woolley, nutritional therapist, nervous system optimizer, embodiment and trauma awareness coach. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration, information, and effective strategies in the realms of health, movement, mindset, and all things personal growth. My mission with each episode is to help you navigate your health and to create consistent and sustainable habits that align with your personal values through accessible, holistic, and functional nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle education. The focus of this podcast is to share about experiences from my own life, as well as the regular patterns and questions I see in my practice as a holistic health practitioner, and to inspire you on your own unique journey to vibrant health. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. We're going to be talking about stress, cortisol, and how it impacts adrenal and thyroid health. Now, I've recorded episodes in the past that are similar to this one, (laughs) because this topic, I find in my practice, is the foundation of a lot of people's health issues. And also, I experienced these health issues firsthand. Almost a decade ago, I had hypothalamic amenorrhea, which is where I lost my menstrual cycle for about a year, and I had hypothyroidism, so I had low-functioning thyroid, and in this episode, you'll learn more about what that means. In this one, this episode specifically, I'm going to be quoting a lot from the Hormonal Reset Program. So this is a about a 12-module program that I wrote that shares a lot about um, the journey I went through when I was healing my hormones and also a lot of the work that I do with clients. So that program is on my website if you're interested in looking at it a little further and find this episode interesting. Okay, so let's start off with the adrenal glands. So I imagine you've heard of the adrenal glands. They're two little pea-sized glands that sit on top of your kidneys. And although they're tiny, they sure are mighty. Our adrenals control so many actions in our body, including our stress response, weight balance, blood sugar, blood pressure, and immune system. In fact, they're our primary survival organs. But they can also be responsible for feeling unwell, from weight gain to irritability, fatigue, blood sugar, imbalances, and low thyroid function. Our adrenals can cause us to experience numerous symptoms, which we commonly referred to as adrenal fatigue. Now, adrenal fatigue is a term that is often used quite loosely in the health and wellness field. And to more accurately explain what's happening is it's a dysfunction of the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis. So for short, this is called the HPA axis. Our adrenals communicate with our brain and vice versa. So when we're exposed to certain triggers, such as blood sugar highs and lows, environmental toxins, perceived stress, poor quality sleep, blue light pollution, circadian rhythm disturbances, gut inflammation, the list goes on and on, you impair the communication between the brain and the adrenals. So your adrenals aren't getting sent the right hormones they need. And what you feel 
is adrenal fatigue, or rather symptoms such as exhaustion, low thyroid function, weight gain, sleep disturbances, lack of focus, lack of concentration, sugar cravings. Hormone, hormonal imbalance is essential to good health. And the adrenal glands are center stage in the body's ability to regulate our hormones. In fact, roughly 75% of all doctor visits are for stress-related conditions, and which doctors have little or no training in and usually offer nothing other than a Band-Aid or temporary relief care. Our adrenal glands control the fight or flight response when we are in danger or where, when there's a, a perceived danger or a threat, right? So our adrenals kick in and they mobilize all of our resources so we can fight or flee. Nowadays, we have so many perceived dangers such as bills, finances, relationships, work, projects, traffic, caffeine, processed foods, trauma, sugar, the list goes on and on. And once cortisol and adrenaline begin to be released over and over from these perceived stressors, we continuously feel like we need cortisol and adrenaline to keep functioning. So we can turn to more caffeine, more stress, more stimulants, and then eventually we crash. Over time, the adrenals become extremely depleted. In nature, constant stress is rare, but in our modern human world, we're dealing with all kinds of stressors, pushing our adrenals into overdrive and impairing the communication between the adrenals and the brain. So this is what leads to burnout and exhaustion. The problem is other hormones are impacted as well. Not only are you forcing your body to pump out excess cortisol, but also excess blood sugar and insulin, so which over time can lead to insulin resistance and weight gain. So cortisol gets a bad rap when it really helps us bounce back from these stressors. Without cortisol, we would die. It's just that we don't want to, too little or too much of it. So here are some signs that your adrenals might be burnt out. You have difficulty falling asleep, staying asleep, and do not feel well rested when you wake. You're craving fat, sugar, and salt pretty constantly. Your memory and focus are lacking. You're experiencing digestive issues and have trouble having regular bowel movements. You feel irritable and anxious. You get tired most afternoons around 3 p.m. and crave sugar, salt, or are looking for a caffeine fix. You're gaining weight, primarily around your waist. Your hormones are all over the place from PMS to infertility and low libido. You get sick more often and have a harder time recovering. You anger quickly and find yourself aggressive or snappy. Uh, you have low thyroid function. 
So these are all signs that your adrenals might be burnt out. When I was recovering um, from, so I had, I was addicted to stress. So when I was sharing about, um, like we, we turn to, we need that like cortisol and adrenaline to keep functioning. So we need like more caffeine, more stress, more stimulants, and then we crash. Well, I uh, was addicted chronically to over-exercising and under-eating. And eventually, I didn't feel well ever unless I was exercising, right? So then um, I became addicted to it because my I needed to pump out adrenaline so that my cortisol would rise so that I could feel normal because I had depleted my cortisol so much that it was so low that if I wasn't stimulating cortisol, I was just, I couldn't, I literally couldn't function, right? So a lot of these signs that I just mentioned, I had mostly all of them. Um, I had like severe insomnia. I was so irritable, just like constantly under stress. Um, those were the two that, that showed up for me a lot. And so there's, there's some signs that um, there's different stages of, of adrenal fatigue um, that can kind of tell us that our adrenals are moving towards this exhausted state. So the first one is wired and tired. In this stage, your cortisol levels are naturally elevated in the morning. However, you feel wired and tired, which is cortisol being elevated at night night when it should be low this leads to difficulty falling asleep people in this stage may also regularly feel on edge and irritable then it the number two is stressed and tired this stage shows more severe cortisol disruption with higher cortisol in the morning but falling quickly after lunch leading to afternoon brain fog and tiredness. You may get a second wind at night, but most often wake in the middle of the night unable to fall back asleep. And then the third stage, which is full burnout. So in this stage, you are completely exhausted all the time. Your cortisol patterns are completely disrupted, putting you at risk for thyroid disease, autoimmune, and gut problems. So I remember going through these these three different stages, not at that time, not aware of what was happening. But cortisol and melatonin are, those are the hormones that control our circadian rhythm. So at night, when the sun goes down, our bodies naturally produce melatonin, which tells us to go to sleep. And then you know, when the sun starts to rise, I don't know, around 5 to 6 a.m. in the morning, that cortisol rises. That's what wakes us up. And so you can see here with these, the, the, our cortisol being dysregulated, we don't have that beautiful symbiotic relationship between cortisol and melatonin. Kind of cortisol is just like all over the place. So um, melatonin is also all over the place and most of the time depleted. So I'm going to share a little bit more about adrenals and our thyroid.
stress and your adrenals are intricately connected to your thyroid health. I can surely attest to this. If you are in a stress state, the adrenals will be up and the thyroid will be down. You can't have both going at the same time. In other words, if you have a low-functioning thyroid, it means you have high-functioning adrenals. There are many ways to support both your adrenals and thyroid, and it's important that you support them simultaneously. So when your body is in a fight-or-flight mode, your normal functions are deprioritized, right? So this is where the term like fight-or-flight and rest-and-digest is really powerful because when we are in fight-or-flight, so the sympathetic state of the nervous system, we cannot rest and digest both can't exist simultaneously so anything that is not necessary for overcoming your perceived stressor does not need to function so right the body will prioritize that state of stress this means your digestion immune response and your thyroid will be temporarily put on hold or slowed down until the stress has passed. Ideally, we hope that this is an acute stress and not chronic, so that the body can return to optimal functioning as quickly as possible. Unfortunately, today we're dealing with daily chronic stressors. Perhaps we have an ongoing stressor or one stressor followed by another. And sometimes we may not even be aware of the stressor. You know, a huge root of my addiction to exercising was my previously my previous addiction to drugs and alcohol which was fueled by the trauma I experienced as a child right so sometimes we just we actually don't know what the root of the stressor is and so this ongoing demand for cortisol can have a negative impact on your thyroid over time and because your adrenals speak with your hypothalamus and pituitary gland in your brain, these glands also regulate your thyroid hormone. If they are busy dealing with the adrenals, they can't also regulate thyroid hormone production. These glands, when under chronic stress, work to conserve your thyroid hormone output. Not only that, but stress hormones can Put the brakes on your thyroid output, leading to symptoms of hypothyroidism or low thyroid function. It's important to note that your immune system will also be suppressed when your body is in stress mode, which can trigger autoimmune thyroid disease. So the suppression of your immune system means that your primary immune barriers, such as the blood-brain barrier, lungs, and gut barrier, are also weakened. I'm sure you've heard the term leaky gut, um, which can be triggered a trigger for autoimmune disease and releases pathogens, toxins, gluten and dairy, among other things, into your bloodstream. So let's talk about actually healing these things. Um, so number one is relaxation, like really learning to relax and drop into the parasympathetic. This was a practice for me 
that I, um, when I was really sick, I was kind of bedridden (laughs) for about six months. I, I was not allowed to do many things, which was really challenging for me. It forced me to kind of like be with everything. And I started practicing techniques such as meditation, breath work, gratitude practice, mindfulness. So all of these tools can activate your parasympathetic nervous system and deactivate your sympathetic nervous system. This will help your body pump out fewer stress hormones and can truly help your adrenals heal and restore themselves. Now, meditation, you know, is is great to just um, practice being, practice sitting, to practice breathing and not thinking. Um, But I know not everyone loves just a a simple seated meditation, and it can be challenging um, in the beginning to quiet the mind. So a couple of really cool apps that I like are Headspace, HeartMath, Inner Balance, and Calm. Next uh, tool would be infrared sauna therapy. So spending time in in some sort of infrared sauna. Um, We have a great sauna that I love. I spend a lot of time in. There's also sauna blankets and mats and all sorts of cool things nowadays. Um, But the infrared has has amazing health benefits, uh, including stress relief and detoxification And plus, it's just a great way to sit in peace and quiet for 15 to 20 minutes with some soothing music. Um, Yeah, Uh, the next one is Epsom salt baths. So this is something I do pretty frequently. I love winding down at the end of the day with a hot bath. I usually add a cup or two of Epsom salt, a few drops of lavender and light a candle. This is a great way to activate the parasympathetic nervous system. Plus, it's also wonderful for detoxification. Um, And I'm mentioning this word detoxification because when stress has been running high in our system, it's important to open our detox pathways to help those chemicals, right? So stress kind of creates a chemical response in our body that can become toxic to our system. So opening our detoxification pathways can really help the healing process all right next one is sleep so important and this is a really tricky one when we're dealing with adrenal symptoms right because of that disrupted circadian rhythm pattern so sometimes like when i was dealing with this i i really couldn't sleep because cortisol was just elevated in my system at night but sleep is essential to healing your adrenals and and all the hormones in our body. When I first started on my autoimmune healing protocol, I was sleeping for like nine or 10 hours a night for the first few weeks once I was able to balance my, my cortisol and melatonin and get more into that parasympathetic state. My body needed it. <laughs> Practicing sleep hygiene And creating healthy boundaries around your sleep can be a really important process. And, you know, our body really likes routines. So one tip would be really try going to bed and waking up at the same time every day. Um, And then ditching sugar and caffeine. Right, there's, there's no shortage 
of <laughs> energy bars, processed foods, coffee, energy elixirs, shots, and sugar bombs. You know, there's so much access to all these things. And the problem is these do not fix our energy problem very long. Um, they actually make it worse, right? They actually stress the body. And so I'm all about a cup of coffee. I love the taste of coffee. Um, but if you are burnt out and can't sleep, then the cup of coffee might not be the most beneficial thing right now, right? Like just temporarily while you're working on healing your adrenals. I took off coffee out completely while I was working on healing my thyroid. And, you know, now that I don't have thyroid and adrenal issues, I enjoy coffee most days. But I also pay attention to my stress levels and my workload and am conscious not to consume caffeine when I didn't have a good night of sleep or maybe I've just been under stress for a while. Um, yeah, so just like paying attention to um, when your body's feeling stressed. Okay, so some herbs and supplements that can help with these things. So on top of creating these lifestyle shifts that I've been talking about, adaptogenic herbs can be a wonderful addition to an adrenal healing protocol. These will help the body adapt and cope with stress and work to support, nourish, and replenish the adrenals. So some of my favorite herbs are uh, ashwagandha. It's calming. It helps with muscle aches, can help promote sleep, and help with T4 to T3 conversion. So uh, a, just like a typical dose I would recommend would be 3 to 6 grams of a dried herb or powder in a capsule. Rhodiola is also wonderful, especially if you have anxiety or issues with mental focus. The dose here would be 2 to 400 milligrams daily. Holy basil or Tulsi is another great one, especially for those who need extra immune support. I personally love drinking holy basil as a tea. So you can get holy basil in tea form or you can, um, another common form is a tincture. So you could do, you know, a whole dropper full of water, um, a few times a day. Uh, Shatavari is also an incredible adaptogen, an Ayurvedic medicine. It's known as the queen of herbs. It's nourishing and calming and great for hormone balance, specifically PMS, mood swings, or menopause symptoms. I find it also works great as a fertility tonic and helpful for those that are experiencing low libido. So this one, um, you can get it in a powder form, um, 200 to 400 milligrams daily or a tincture, a uh, dropper full in water daily. And then reishi mushroom. Um, I absolutely love medicinal mushrooms uh, for their powerful immune support, anti-cancer properties. Uh, reishi in particular is great for nursing and supporting the adrenals. It's also wonderful for modulating the immune system and helping the body better handle or resist the common cold or flu. So it's really beneficial for the immune system and the nervous system, and it promotes great sleep. So reishi is just an overall awesome 
uh, adaptogen to incorporate. It can take anywhere from three to nine, nine grams of dried mushroom in capsules daily. Um, there's a lot of different, um, mushroom coffees nowadays too. So you could also take it in that form. And then, um, B vitamins are critical for the chemical process within the adrenal glands that are involved in every neurological process in the body. So taking a B complex supplement, amazing for the adrenals. Um, and then omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin C, magnesium, all beneficial for the adrenals. So something about supplements, I love supplements because they help they're like a great therapeutic support, but remember they do not eliminate the root cause of the ailment. So we have to do the work and prioritize the self-care, get outside, be in nature, eat real food, slow down, prioritize sleep, try not to over consume caffeine, alcohol, sugar. Um, healing your body starts with putting one foot in front of the other and letting go of the things that no longer serve your highest self so it really right all of this is just kind of like slowing down and learning to really listen to and nourish your entire system ah <sighs> okay so i think that's all for today if you enjoyed this episode and are just like really feeling into your body and these symptoms and feel like you could uh, use a little more support around this you know always feel free to reach out to me for a consultation or also like I mentioned this um, is just one of the mini modules in my hormonal reset program which you can um, purchase on my website I'll link that in the show notes and I'm wishing you such a beautiful day